When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to D&D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel. With me today is fun person, James Janice. Hi, James. <laughs> Singular fun person. It's me. Hi. Hi. What's up, What's buddy? Up? I'm uh, eating pancakes you made for me. Yeah, this is, we're recording this on Sunday morning, and you're the only person uh, to do one mm. of these who gets food. Fuck yeah. Uh, so yeah, I made pancakes. I'm going to go flip mine, actually. Do it. Uh, I'll vamp. Vamp. Sunday morning. Oh no, we're copyrighted. Yeah, I'm eating these uh, delicious buttermilk pancakes. I got I got some coffee. What's real nice is that we live in the same building, so uh, I was able to wake up just a little bit ago. And since breakfast was already being provided for me, I can just come right on down here. I can't do anything without eating breakfast. I don't know how people fucking do. You eat breakfast every day? Um, not every day. Really? My day won't start until I have something in me, preferably eggs. I mean, I do, like, with my job now, there's food. There's We have, like, a great kitchen and stuff, okay. so I do eat breakfast now, like, because I'll, I'll, I, I can go and make most things. Yeah. Like, I eat avocado toast okay. a few times a week. That's a great breakfast. <laughs> you know, That's a great so. breakfast. Do you salt it a little bit? Of salt oh, it a little, of oh, course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people, that. like, just wake up and go and then don't eat till lunch. I'm like, what the fuck? How I, do you? I used to. I That's mean, insane, it was just, man. it was just, I can't, I I'm not a morning person at all. I can't take that time. So when it was, <laughs> yeah, I had to get up and leave and go to work. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the time. It's always worth the time, baby. Yeah. Mm. Not all of us have the luxury of working from home. Hey, I didn't always. <laughs> I still ate breakfast. All right. <laughs> no, you work very, very hard and I'm very happy for your success. Go check out dead meat. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we're going to talk about flack mm-hmm. today, which is very exciting. This mm-hmm. is our last um, table for two. We're oh, calling I'm these. last one. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about Flack. We've talked about everybody else, what the characters are all about, and then we've we've done the character sheet. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to get you a new character sheet, which you, I think, desperately Dire need. need. Yes. Oh, man. Mine's a mess. Yeah. There, you are going to have to port some of your own stuff over to it that's later, fine. but it'll be you'll get a fillable PDF to do that into. Cool. I'm going to take a picture of this mess so I can post it and tell people <laughs> how messy this is. Chelsea's, I think, was actually the worst because it had all this, the coffee and wine stains Yeah, on but it. I was the one who did that, so <laughs> <laughs> it's still my fault. Mine's got a few stains. Yeah. Saving the least for last, huh? The least for last? No. Yeah. The shortest, the smallest. I, oh, I feel like... Oops. I feel like people don't like flack. That's my general. No, impression. no, I don't think that's true. I think I think that you you made a hard choice uh, at one point towards the end of the season. Once mm-hmm. everybody was heavily invested in other characters. Yep. And uh, and 
yeah, people have strong feelings. But just because, you know... You, you know, I spent the whole first half of the season shit-talking Juno. No one really gave me guff for that. You, you do one thing to <laughs> lovable old margarine, and everyone's on my case. Yeah, I, we talk about this a little bit with Joel in his episode. Like, the whole Juno thing is predicated completely on him just being the first person to roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely. It's also how he plays well, the game. Sure, sure, sure. There there were there were some uh there were some choices too early on. Yeah. yeah I, guess I could have rolled a one and just made a quip about it. Yeah. I don't think I would have been harangued for twenty hours <laughs> of, <laughs> of showtime. Yeah. Uh but no, I think uh but you know, you made up and you know, your Flack is still a lovable scamp. <laughs> you know? People like people like, you know, the complicated characters, and I think Flack is that. Yeah, I'm complicated. <laughs> I'm so complicated. I had different voices throughout the run. You you say that, but you're more consistent than you think. I am a little bit more consistent than I thought. Um, but that is something that's a fine, I guess, entry point to talk at, to uh, to get into what. Because I think for this one, we talk in the other ones, we talked a lot about kind of where the character was. But for this one, I really want to talk more about where the character is going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to get Flack to where you're excited about where Flack can go and how 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 to play Flack. I think there's a lot of abilities that you forgot about for most of the run. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So we'll get into that and about how you can use those going forward. Chelsea really, I think, broke open how you guys play the game for me in her episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we were talking about, um, you know what she wants going forward and how she plays the game. And I think you two are very similar in this and she was able to define it better than just sandboxy as wanting to use the abilities that the game gives you in fun and creative ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, um, hadn't been explicitly articulated that way. Uh, and now that it has been, I think that that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for both of you guys to enjoy, uh, the situations that you're put into, um, because going through this helps you and it helps me know what your abilities are in a better way so that we can kind of find ways to use them in cool, cool, fun ways. Um, so let's do that with Flack. Um, so going forward... With the voice, let's uh, since that's that's what kicked this off. Uh, so you've done a few different kind of voices for Flack. You ha- it, they're consistently inconsistent, I guess. Okay. You put on air sometimes yeah. when you're trying to like impress somebody, or you go to charm somebody, or you step up to make a big move. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of because Flack is a bard and a glamour bard? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the kind of showman rock star kind of thing? something that you enjoy about the character and want to do more of. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's, yeah, that's the whole reason I was a bard in the first place. Yeah. I, I've never played a bard before. I don't know what I'm doing, obviously. Well, I forgot sure. about bardic inspiration. Well, m- most game. of uh, most <laughs> of you guys haven't played a ton. I mean, you and Chelsea yeah. play a little bit, but not, yeah. not, you know, not years of D&D experience or anything. Sure, you like other campaign. Other games and other types of things have some of these other characters so you might be more familiar like with the more basic ones whereas bard i feel is kind of a uh more just complicated character type because it's got magic but it's not necessary you know it's not a sorcerer or a wizard so it's uh it's it's not a class or a type of character i would have encountered 
in other things that I've done that maybe have D&D elements. Yeah, I, Bard is interesting, and Bard's really cool in 5e. I think they did a really good job um, with the Bard because they're full spellcasters, as you know, but you you can still fight. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you you have a rapier and, like, decent health and can wear armor and, you know, you're very useful in the combat part. And you have all, the whole arsenal of spells that you can do all the time. So let's dive into, though, the glamour. Two, I want to I talk about two aspects of the character. The bard of it all, which is this performative musician kind of thing, and the college of glamour that you chose as your okay. subclass. Um, which was mostly as a bit. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm totally cool with that being a bit, and yeah. but but let's lean into it and sure, commit sure, to the sure. bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, so a bard is this you know wandering minstrel type, and I think that partially because you don't play the ukulele. Yeah, spoilers. No. Um, and partially just because maybe you know we dove into this without really having a conversation like this ahead of time of like what the character is and what it can do and everything. Um, I think the musician aspect of the bard kind of fell away. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get that back to the character, not through actually playing the ukulele. Cause that's just not going to happen. I don't know, man. Maybe I could take lessons. You're going to use the, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we start recording next week. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, more in, like, attitude and kind of personality, uh, I think we can get to this musician character. So, like, you know, there's definitely archetypes for, like, a rock star type character or, like, a wandering minstrel or, like, you know, what do you kind of see Flack as far as being this artist musician, this magical artist musician character? Uh no, I feel like he's yeah, he's like a like a struggling musician. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um kind of does he think that like he's underappreciated? Yeah. But he's also worried that he's being appreciated correctly. Oh, sure. Okay. Um he's not blind he's not like blindly uh overconfident. Okay. <clears throat> so he has a little bit of kind of imposter syndrome a little bit. A little bit, but he would never never admit to it. Yeah. Okay. Is he out to like make a name for himself? Uh is he about the fame or about the is he about the fame or is he about the music? Is he just in it for the you know, for the recognition? Does he want to see his name in lights? He wants to be more than a gnome. We've we've yes. established that. That's that's something that we did. That's consistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I think it was, I think I, it was something that I liked. He, he wants to be more than a gnome, and his natural talents lied mostly in music over anything else. So that's the route that he took. So it was kind of reluctant? I wouldn't say it's reluctant. He enjoys music. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, okay, this is what I'm good at, so this is how I'm going to make a name for myself. What about the magic? How does he see the magic? Like, is it just something that kind of happens and it's something he can do? Yeah, it's weird to separate the music from the magic Mm -hmm. because, you know, you think like, I guess my thinking has been for characters in this universe, they've always been intertwined. Like, 
if you're a bard, you know that it's magic music. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the, the the idea of the class is that the you use the music to create your magic. So like anytime you cast a spell, you're you you're playing a song to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the music led to the magic. It was like yeah, what? you were like noodling around in your bedroom one day <laughs> and then struck a chord and there was colors or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There have also been some there's like an impulsiveness to flack yeah yeah there definitely is uh i slit that guy's throat yes that's exactly what i'm thinking about and then also you know the, the what led to the um the margarine rift mm-hmm. uh but yeah listening back that took me by surprise <laughs> <laughs> when flack slit that throat the throat yeah the throat slit was everybody was like whoa yeah that was severe you had this guy dead to rights yeah and then you made him dead mm. yeah <laughs> Um, is that something that you want to keep? Well, there's no way to erase it. Well, no, we can't, we can't take that away, but Mm -hmm. you know, you could grow and change from those experiences or you could just make that a part of Flack's character and keep kind of flying by the seat of your pants. I think it's kind of interesting because you mentioned this briefly once before in just a private conversation with me that you thought Flack was what chaotic neutral you said. Yes. And you've since backtracked a little bit. Yeah, because they're, you know, going back and editing and listening through, there are definitely moments um, where you are you do the right thing. Other, other side. I rearranged my kitchen and James is looking for coffee and he couldn't find it. Um, there are definitely moments where you do the right thing, but you're, but it's the motivations I'm not sure of. So, yeah, no, I actually have a, a, a solution, I think, that okay. uh, plays for all of that. Right. I think that Flack... Might be, uh, if you want to put it in like real world, our world terms, sure, might have a a, a scotch of antisocial personality disorder, and that there's like a <laughs> a functional problem with his empathy or ability to do right, but he wants to. He wants okay. to do the right thing. This is great. He wants to be a good guy. Yeah. But like his his physical and psychological mechanisms for doing the right thing are a little faulty, and so that's why you get moments like the the alleyway throat slit and the margarine incident is because he acts impulsively, not knowing any better. Yeah. So there's there's a point where he can't reconcile like like with the margarine thing. It's we need to accomplish this goal. Yeah. In order to do the big capital letters right thing. Yeah. Um. So you did this small wrong thing <laughs> to do the big right thing. Yeah. Because you can't separate or Flack it, it, can't separate the two. It was more logic logic out yeah. than like being able to rely on a uh, uh, empathetic ability that mm-hmm. is a little faulty for him. I love that. <laughs> I love that especially too, uh, playing against type a little bit because bards are supposed to be very like flowery and <laughs> emotional, you know? Yeah. Um, and you have this kind of like, yeah, the opposite of that. <laughs> um, but I like that. I, I like that uh, adding that element to the group, I think, is great of this kind of just agent of chaos. Yeah, but he's not, not a on bad purpose. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's not like trying to be evil or like the Joker, or, like right. fuck shit up. Yeah, you're not an evil character. You're not Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dexter's not even like evil, evil. We're right. talking about Michael. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. But like, you're, but even we're not going that far. Of no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Because like, 
Yeah, I guess he's similar in that it's yeah, it's a very similar thing where okay. uh he's trying to use his um abnormal psychology in a way for positive. But yeah, it's not as extreme, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a serial killer. Definitely not. No. And whereas Dexter recognizes it, I think, right? Yeah. He knows. Mm-hmm. Uh Black may not. He do, yeah, he's not sure because there's no language for that in this world. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. He's not going to a therapist. Right, getting his brain studied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, like, going forward into season two, how do you think that that's going to play out in in the team? Because, so, like, you know, one thing I've asked everybody is kind of what the relationship is with each other member of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Flack's relationships are odd. <laughs> it, they're unique, I guess, in, in everybody else. Because other than, like, other than the rift with Marjorie and then Juno kind of taking her side for the time being i think that we talked about with with joel juno as far as he's concerned you've made up and everything's cool yeah um and then but you've got like a very i think because you and chelsea play very well together you've got a good thing with going with Mm zabbis and zabbis is kind of the same zabbis is a different kind of zabbis isn't a lack of empathy i think it's more of an apathy he's very teenager so i think that that plays well yeah, together. that goes along well because yeah. it, it's both like a well, just do what needs to get done type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fletch is just kind of along for the ride, <laughs> you know. Like you're, you got, you know, you had that whole Fay Wild adventure where it was you guys doing wacky shit, and Fletch kind of like you guys, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is great. Um, but from Flack's perspective, like, where do you see your place in the group? Because you have to want to keep adventuring because otherwise there's no show mm-hmm. um so where do you see kind of your place in the group is, is are you trying to better yourself i would imagine that i would or? imagine that with this knowledge of flax psychology and attempt to manually override it which isn't always successful he's probably had some uh problems in the past with friends and relationships okay because of this and so he's looking at the group as a way to uh uh finally be successful in like oh I did I'm 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 a good guy people like me mm. I think okay yeah yeah so um, he, he wants he wants the group to like him for sure I think he was annoyed at the margarine thing because <laughs> but couldn't put two and two together <laughs> yeah exactly it was like no I did the right th- why are you mad you no <laughs> that's great I that adds a lot of shades to it I think and and uh People are really going to enjoy that. Yeah, um, people. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help it. Um, I think we were talking about this just before uh, we started recording, but something that Chelsea mentioned was want, how she wants to play the game so that she can use her abilities to uh, do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you and her are kind of aligned on how you want to play the game that way more than the big story beats. Yeah, I mean, my two level three spells are Stinking Cloud and the Tiny Hut. You can change those. I know. I'm just saying. Okay. I picked those. Those are kind of funny. They're funny, <laughs> right. Um, so, from your perspective, is that is that is that how you want to play the game going forward? Um, what do you kind of hope to see out of season two 
uh, I'm still, you know, making some tweaks, but I have all the big kind of things. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a meta conversation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Just entertaining, you sure. know? And I feel that because we're all really funny people, if I may say so. We I try. Feel, I feel like the most <laughs> successful way for us to entertain people is to be funny. That's not, not to say we can't have, like, good stories and emotional beats that, that like, come naturally. Right. Yeah, I, I feel like... It's enjoyable for me to listen to something and laugh. And I assume that's uh, the way it is with a lot of listeners, although I think they're into whatever we give them, honestly. You guys love (laughs) us. Uh, Yeah, so that kind of unexpected use of a Dungeons & Dragons skill. You're not going to use all of your spells and abilities to kill monsters and save princesses. You're going to... um, Charm the the toad and yeah, and yeah. make pamphlets for socialism. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, cool. That's great. That's definitely something I've been trying to get these nuggets of things that everybody wants out of the game mm-hmm. uh, to put into the next the next batch of episodes. Um, Mike had mentioned in his that he uh, likes talking to bartenders. Oh, that's great. That's like something that that Fletch really likes. And that's like, I never really paid attention to <laughs> that. It's happened But a it's lot. happened a lot. Yeah. yeah. During uh, our uh, cuddle pile, I think right. went down and talked to a bartender. Yeah. So that's something that he mentioned that I want to try to keep a heads up as ways to um, something to keep in. For Flack, um, your whole thing is charming. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is really great. This is another you know thing that's great that we hit on with his um uh what did you, wh- which disorder did you say that it was i said uh uh antisocial, anti-social personality, personality. yeah it's like a lack of empathy yeah yeah which i think is great when your whole thing is charming people <laughs> um well that's what i mean that's what because antisocial personality all, all psychology is on a spectrum you know you're not just one thing or you're not it's, right uh you have tendencies of things so antisocial personality disorder is this the spectrum upon which you know sociopathy and psychopathy are and so it's and th- and those people are often very charming because right. they uh they can they can do that manipulation without the the feeling bad part mm-hmm. that you or I might have right yeah i think that that's something that you should really lean into okay that when would it comes be to like npcs yeah and stuff? this is this is me putting on my director hat now <laughs> um I ron howard yeah for <laughs> Yeah, I have hair. Um, <laughs> for uh, for going forward, for for interacting with NPCs, um, for for the outside of combat situations where you're looking to use your abilities in fun and creative ways, mm-hmm. your whole thing is charming. Yeah. that's what that's the that's what the College of Glamour is. That's a big part of what bards are. Um, lean into that um, super charming antisocial thing. Um, with NPCs and, and, and other characters. And then I think you can be more of yourself, quote unquote, with the team. Okay. Which, which can be things like the margarine thing, you know, like, I think that that was being very vulnerable and very who true to who Flack is, even though it pissed off margarine. Mm-hmm. And I think that margarine didn't understand that at the time, you know, of that's who Flack is. He's just being Flack. Um, just flag being flag. Just flag being flag. It's a flag attack. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking. I mean, this is where Supermare came from, you know, and <laughs> and like talking to the guards, uh, like all of that is just being charming and stuff. So 
that's a great way to go. Yeah. You know, and, and you're so good at playing that, you know, um, lean into it, lean into it heavy, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you have an opportunity to try to do that, try to do it. Okay. And the worst thing that happens is that it doesn't work, but then that could be hilarious too. Yeah. So that would be, um, my director note for flack for season two. Cool. Before we get into your character sheet, is there anything else you want to, any questions you have about the character or or playing the game or anything that you want to get into before we get into the nuts and bolts? Any kind of meta just, stuff I, or whatever? I just hope uh, to make it more effective in battle because I know that during the end I was definitely um, getting frustrated and I think it came through during a few episodes of me being like, well, I guess I'll do this because I can't do anything else. And I know that just like two minutes ago, I said I picked some spells because they were funny. That's not entirely true. I mean, they are pretty funny, Stinking Cloud and Tiny Hut. But I think I would have picked other spells had there been better options for battles. I feel I don't know. I feel like those first three spell levels for bards maybe didn't have a lot of cool fighting ones. And it's never fun to just stab at someone with your magic rapier or shoot a crossbow. I don't know. You want to cast spells. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I want to cast spells. I want to be effective in battle. Okay. And not like I cuz well as as a as a person I uh I know that some players, even some among us, they live among us, don't like <laughs> battles that much and they think that the, that's like the, I I don't have that aversion to battles. I don't mind battles. You like the combat. I yeah, I'm fine with the combat. It's okay. cool, but it sucks when the combat starts and I find that Flack doesn't have any well, good options. what do you what do you see as a good option? Are you talking about doing a lot of damage? Because because a lot of what your thing is as a bard is you're going to do more buffs. Yeah, maybe it's uh, a, a shift in perspective that I have to have as because yeah, I mean we played another game of D and D like a while ago. Yeah, a few years ago, where I wound up after a few levels just being able to like yeah massive amounts of damage yeah you played a paladin right Mm -hmm. and you were like the hunter's mark mark and and the divine smite and two attacks a turn yeah yeah it was like a fletch type deal where i was just like yeah and you were cranking out the damage Mm -hmm. and i think you had a two-handed weapon too so it was like a d12 or something (laughs) like you were really you were really a, a smash and and kill yeah, kind of guy. I think I, uh, but I think I even got bored with that. Yeah, when... because uh, um, Mark played a bard and was casting <laughs> yeah, spells. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Our so Mark. grass is always greener. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think maybe I should just try to focus more on a support role. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't help that we have two fucking rangers. I know. <laughs> I know. But he's our muscle. Joel multiclass. Oh, good. As what? A cleric. What? Yeah. No, this is Is that for healing? Yes. Okay. So he's going to be and he took like <laughs> he took like the medic version. Good. Um of cleric. So he's going to be able to heal, which I think fell to you a little bit more than it should have. Yeah. Because you have you had cure wounds and like a, a couple other things. Mm-hmm. So now you won't need to focus so much on that because Joel is that's Joel's thing now. Good. And then um the option that I gave to Mike to make up for his beastmaster um which sucks um will make him more effective in combat as well so like you you don't i don't think you need to worry too much about um doing a lot of damage okay you know you can do area of effect spells you can do conditional spells think you know like charming takes an enemy out Mm -hmm. of combat you know 
um, and things like like you know, so you can be more disruptive. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, well, let's go through your abilities so that we can talk about kind of what you can do then. Okay. Um, so you're a level at the end of season one. You're a level six bard. Okay. College of Glamour. Yeah. We're gonna go through all of your stuff from like the beginning. Okay. Um, to put this into a new character sheet, we're using D and D Beyond, not a sponsor, just a good product. Um, <laughs> although they want to send us money, that's fine. <laughs> right? Um, so you get as a bard. Uh, you get you're gonna. I'm gonna give you some options of choices here, and you're gonna tell me what you picked. Okay. Um, you actually get three musical instruments. So other than your ukulele, um, you get two more. Oh, I don't um, have two more like written down, or I don't think I ever chose two more. Yeah, there were. I think everybody because we didn't do this all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody had something that they missed during okay. the process. Um, so you have a choice of a couple things like a, a drum, or oh, you actually do have a flute now. When I get you a got flute? a flute oh. at the end from uh, Malik that does something that oh. I forget. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, and then uh. Do you want a drum or bagpipes or a pan flute or a horn or a dulcimer or what's a dulcimer? What's a dulcimer that? is like a a, a a pedal steel guitar kind of. It's a oh like a people lap. play at the Ren Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's funny. Uh, is there a theremin? You can't have an electric <laughs> instrument. <laughs> But it would help so much when we'd be the spooky ghost deception. <laughs> yeah, right. It really would. The triumphing ghost production value would really go up. <laughs> God, I, I'm half tempted to do bagpipes just to be annoying with them. But uh, maybe I feel like the drum could maybe come in handy. Okay. Um, Mike also has a drum. So if you oh. ever wanted to like drum circle. Oh, okay. No, yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, drum circle, man. Uh, all right. So your skill proficiencies. You should have little bubbles next to some of your mm-hmm. skills. What are you proficient in? Uh, I'm proficient in deception. Okay. Deception, persuasion, performance, and stealth and sleight of hand. Uh, spell casting. You know, you have spells. Uh, bardic inspiration. Now, this yeah. is one of those things that you forgot about and then remembered toward the towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beth got mad at me for forgetting about <laughs> Uh So you use a bonus action, and then that creature gains a D6. Uh, it, it says use number is my char- charisma modifier. Okay. that's what I have written. Yeah, down. that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just further down in the description. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So in your charisma modifier is probably four, I think, right? It is. Yeah, so you four times per long rest. Um, where you can give someone a D6 to add to a roll, anything that's not damage, pretty mm-hmm. much. Anytime they roll a D20. Um, so that's a that's a one of those buff things that you can do. But this is this is one of those things that so can I only do this in battle? Because it's a bonus action. Mm-mm. So like while we're walking down the fucking forest, can I just be like yeah. Bardic inspirit? But then like since there's just not a turn it order. It doesn't matter. I can just do four of those in a row real fast. If you wanted to, but you burn them all. Yeah. But you could. But then, like, I could just do four in a row, and then we could take a rest, and then I could wake up and do Well, more. they would lose those. Do they? Yeah. Uh, does it say that? Yeah. They, well, I'm making a rule as oh. the DM and saying they would lose those. Yeah. Okay. You can't stack them and just have, like, 8d6. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't break uh, the game. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I you guess could one fire last those question off. is: yeah. I have four available. Do they have to go to separate players, or no. can I give four to one player? Oof. See, you could give four to one player. They couldn't use them all in the same role. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. One one per role. Cool. Now that we've made the rules for that, I will try to use it more. Yeah, but I want you to be able to use it outside of combat so that if somebody does a skill check or something outside of combat, they could have the opportunity to use that. Great. Yeah. Um, You know, if you're trying to convince someone to do something or something outside of combat and roll a persuasion check or something, yeah, it'd be great to be able to buff that up, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, of course. Cool. Um, Jack of all trades, starting at second level, you can add half your proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check you make that doesn't already include your proficiency bonus. So you are very skillful. And, yes, and when we, because when, it also adds plus one to all of them, right? Well, that's what it does. It does not add to anything you're proficient to. This is, oh. this is where we got confused early in the game on this because you, yeah. you, when you were like level two or something, you were like, I have plus 12 to something. You don't. Um, I do see a, a, a erased, erased 12. <laughs> yeah. um, you have, yeah, you have an added bonus to all your skills. And this, this new character sheet will populate all of that. Cool. Ooh. So, um, but I yeah. Like, I like, I love that term as like a verb when it comes to like spreadsheets Oh, filling and shit. something yeah, in. Yeah, like it'll populate. I'm like, oh yeah, it'll like automatically do what I want it to do. Uh, here's another ability that I don't know if you used at all. Um, Song of Rest. Uh, you can use soothing music or oration to help revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest. So, if any of your friendly creatures who hear your performance gain hit po- hit points at the end of the short rest, uh, they can add an extra d6 um, of health for an hour. Of health, yeah. So, yeah, I have that written down again. I think I just avoided using it because I'm not sure of like the rules around it. When would I use that? If we take a short rest, mm-hmm. which is like, in, you know, in a long rest, you yeah, go back to full health. Back, yeah. uh, in a short rest, you roll your hit dice. So, like, you have your hit dice is a D8, and it's level six. You have six of them. So you would roll six of those and, and add the number mm-hmm. to your uh, health instead of going automatically back up to full health. Um, so you could, if we ever t- do take a short rest, you know, for whatever reason... You could add everybody gets an extra D6 to everybody. Roll. Yeah. Everybody who can hear you, which would be everybody. Yeah. You know, so unless you split up again. We would be like going to take a short rest and I'd be like, hold on, let Play me lullaby you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then it'd be an extra D6. That's fun. Right. That's yeah. a great idea. I have ability. it written down. I don't think I've ever used it once. I don't think you have either. So, mm-hmm. uh, Mantle of Inspiration. You've used this, I believe. This is a uh, College of Glamour ability. Okay. Um, as a bonus action, you can use one of your bardic inspiration points to grant yourself a wondrous appearance. Uh, and then when you do so, choose a number of creatures you can see uh, within 60 feet of you up to a number equal to your charisma mod. Uh, each of them gains five temporary hit points. So this is another buff. Okay. Each um, of them gains five temporary hit points? Yeah. Huh. I have... I have it written down, although maybe that's for my dad's song, that up to four allies get plus two D6 HP for an hour. That's not this? No. That okay. would have that's probably Song of Rest. Hmm. I forget what, what the dad's song does. Yeah, my sheet I'll, is. I'll have to look up, it up. Yeah. Um but uh but no, this is this is just an instant but like in combat you can do this. Okay. And so you can could you repeat that? Yeah, so you use a bonus action. 
and you play a song, and this burns one of your bardic inspiration slots. Okay. Oh, and it makes it gives and myself. it gives all your all your friends five temporary hit points because you are so beautiful. Yeah. That you inspire them to feel better. Cool. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> um, and then of course there's enthralling performance. This fucking thing. This is going to be okay. They changed it. So remember before where it was 10 minutes and that's insane? Yeah. Now it's if you perform for at least one minute. Okay. You can attempt to inspire wonder. Come on in. It's open. Hi. Oh, is this happening this soon? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Our next D&D game is about to start. Man, you are nonstop with your D&D, dude. I know. Why don't you live in the real world, man? You you know what's going on in the real, real world. I'm not <laughs> doing that. Hey, Tuesday. <laughs> let's make some change go vote oh, uh shit, this, this it'll out. already happen <laughs> i hope you voted yeah i hope you voted so this uh this is uh up a number of creatures equal to up to a number equal to your charisma modifier you're basically charming them okay so this is like way. a group charm now and yeah, this yeah. takes a minute so if you do this in combat it's six turns jeez wait six round turns no, of everyone no no no. Okay. six consecutive turns so, so if people. it's if it's you chelsea beth you know etc yeah, it's yeah. six turns okay um so that makes a lot more sense than the 10 minutes it does yeah which would be 60 turns yeah and would be like i argued against it every time you wanted to do it because it's insane yeah to, someone would have just shot a bolt through my neck right every time i would try it um so that's a group charm that you can do okay uh and you can do this if you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. So either one. Okay. So just one. Yeah. Uh, you chose Glamour as your college. Uh, so what skills are you expert in? Uh, what does that mean? You would have These would be your highest skill bonuses. Looks like deception, performance, and persuasion. Wait. You get two. Well, then. Shit, I can't tell if that. Oh, you know what? I have little stars next to deception and persuasion. That which sounds kind right. of redundant to me, but there it is. Uh, they're different. Persuasion is you're trying to convince somebody to do something. Deception is you're lying to somebody. Sure. Uh, so at fourth level, you got an ability score improvement or a feat. I believe you did an ability score improvement. We didn't mess with feats. Do you remember? You would have bumped up two of your abilities or one by two. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> I don't recall any feats. Yeah. You would have a feat written down, probably. Do you know which abilities you bumped up? Uh, I, I'm assuming it would be... Fuck, man. Charisma, the... maybe, or wisdom, or oh, something. Oh, 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 like those abilities. Yeah, not yeah, skills, not, not skills. skills. I see. Um, Like, did you start with an 18 charisma, or did you move it up to an 18? I don't know, dude. What are your abilities now? Okay, I got oh, strength, 11. That's probably the same. Dexterity, 18. Oh, you probably bumped up Dext. Okay. Constitution, 16. Okay. Intelligence, 16. Okay. Wisdom, 12. Okay. Charisma, 18. Yeah, so you probably bumped up uh, Charisma and Dexterity from 17s to 18s. It would be weird if you had two 18s to start. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Font of Inspiration, uh, beginning when you reach 5th level, you regain all of your expended use of uh yeah so short or long rest you regain all of your um bardic inspiration points so either one okay just the bardic inspiration yep. okay and then mantle of majesty you did this once 
Wait, I thought we already talked about Mantle of Madness. No, this is different. That you 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 had um, Mantle of Inspiration. Oh, and now there's Mantle okay. of Majesty, and this is the thing where you make yourself so gorgeous that somebody you can command somebody to do something. Okay. Um, so you get the, basically you, uh, as a bonus action, cast the spell command. I see that. Okay. Yeah. And you did that once. When did I do it? Uh, in the very last episode. Oh, well, that's a good time to use it. What's this, uh, counter charm I have written down? Yes. Counter charm. Is that nice? Uh, at, yep. <laughs> at sixth level, you gain the ability to use magic, uh, musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind influencing, inf- influencing, influencing <laughs> effects. Has an action you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and any friendly you and any friendly creatures within thirty feet have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. So it's, this is a protection spell, basically. Okay. So if you go up against something else that's trying to charm or frighten your your buddies, you can. Has that happened yet, it. though? Um, it hasn't, but it can. Okay. Well, there's my there's my request is to have an enemy <laughs> where this would be useful. Uh, there you now that you're getting up to higher levels, there's going to be monsters and stuff that can do more things to you. Okay. Um, because yeah, I feel like some of these abilities are like will well, protect against this very specific thing that we haven't necessarily encountered yet. Correct. Okay. Mark just walked in. The the person whose bardic character I totally stole, and he has the chainsaw I'm going to use for Evil Dead Two that I'm filming today. Thanks, man. Groovy. <laughs> Do you remember what background you chose? Uh, it should be on the front page, like up in the, like where you're like ideal and flaw and background shit charlatan, of course. <laughs> uh, so you have a uh, you have an ability as a charlatan called false identity. So you basically have a fake ID for a completely different person. I see that forged documents and uh, office papers and personal letters. Yeah, so that hasn't come up yet. No, so although can, I could have used that for Super Mayor. Well, Super Mayor was very clearly an on-the-spot decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now you could, uh, if you wanted to, you could make it, since it hasn't come up, mm-hmm. you can make it whatever you want. If you want to make it Super Mayor, you can make it Super Oh, Mayor. it's a one-time thing? No, this is something you have with you all the time. Okay. But it's established. Like Since all of these documents are like, very good fake documents. Oh, I can't, you can't like, change like, yeah, it. Yeah, it's not psychic paper where you can change it depending it, on the person. It, um, uh, okay, so your characteristics. Do you have personality traits written down? Yes. What are they? Flattery is my preferred trick for getting what I want. Great. Do you have another one? Uh, you don't have to. No. Okay. Do you have an ideal? <laughs> um, I'm determined to make something of myself and be better than a gnome I see written down after the fact. Great. Uh, (laughs) Do you have a bond? Yeah. I owe everything to my... Oh, this one. uh, I think I just picked this You want to change it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, There's a couple options, or you can, you know, customize it if you want later. Uh, I fleece the wrong person and must work to ensue that this individual never crosses paths with me. No. Uh, the mentor one that you don't like. That's the one I am. Uh, somewhere out there, I have a child who doesn't know me. No. Uh, I come from a noble family. And we that we can't do that one. That's established. Yeah. A uh, powerful person killed someone I love. Someday soon, I'll have my revenge. Mm. Uh, or I swindled and ruined a person who didn't deserve it. I seek to atone for my misdeeds, but might never be able to forgive myself. God, out of those, that last one kind of sounds most 
what we've been talking about. Sure. Is like, that, like I could accidentally... have accidentally done this without intending to do it. Yeah. And now you're you're struggling to figure that's out why. why. I'm to... Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, let's do that for now. I like this <laughs> deep psychological journey that we've accidentally. I, I did spend a lot of money in college getting <laughs> getting a degree in uh, brain behavior and cognitive science. So uh, let's do you have use a... it. There, there you go. Do you have a flaw written down? Uh, I can't resist swindling people who are more powerful than me that's what i wrote down but i'd rather have it be uh sometimes i act on impulse not thinking the consequences through uh Maybe? i don't know yeah yeah we can do something like that uh there's one on here there uh, yeah any, we any can, other ones you can on customize that better? the one on here that's closest to that kind of mm-hmm. is uh, I hate to admit it, and I will hate myself for it, but I'll run and preserve my own hide if the going gets tough. That's not really right. No, no, because you wouldn't do it. that. Yeah, yeah. So you can custom type mm-hmm. that in later. Okay. Um, your, uh, yeah, and then there there will be slots for like you know physical description and things like that that you can uh, pop in yourself. Um, oh. you'll you'll be able to um add your. Uh, custom uh, equipment as well. Um, you know, and all your magical stuff and everything. Um, you have an option here for uh, a couple different items that you started with. Ten stopper bottles filled with colored liquid, a set of weighted dice, a deck of marked cards, a signet ring for an imaginary duke. Maybe that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then there's some other starting equipment and stuff that you have. Um, and then you'll, like I said, it'll be a fillable PDF. So all of the loot and shit that you've gotten since, you'll have to put in yourself. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it as far as your character sheet. Now now it'll be, I mean, after a little bit more customizing with your weapons and your armor and everything, um, you'll have... Uh, You'll have all of your skills, all your abilities, everything uh, will be much more clear to read. It'll be typed and and clear what your class abilities are. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last thing that we need to do uh, is your is level up to level seven. Oh God! And your hit points. Um, the only thing that you get at level seven is an additional spell. You get one fourth level spell. Oh, cool. Which is why I think it's worth it for you to go to level seven instead yeah. of multi-classing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I also don't think Flack would really multi-class. No. Yeah. Why bother? Right. <laughs> you're, you're, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to bump you to seven, and now let's do your health. So currently, what is your max hit points? Uh, 50. 50. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to have you roll a D8. Ooh, I didn't know I was coming here to roll. Stick me at a music festival. I'm rolling. Two. Roll it again. <laughs> this is how fucking gruzzle works, man. <laughs> Seven. There you go. Yay. <laughs> uh, okay, so you had a 50, and um, then you rolled a seven. Yeah. Okay. What's your constitution modifier? Three. Oh. Well, then it'll be 60. 60. So, which great is, job. Which is uh, how old Alec Baldwin is, which still blows my mind. Dude seems at least five years older to me. You may actually have the most health of anybody. Really? Even more than Alec Baldwin? 
because his career has survived many things it shouldn't have. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So you're you're all set. Um, that's Flack. Uh, that's Flack, baby. Yeah. That was a that was a brisk reference. <laughs> Remember those? Commercials? Oh my god, those with the claymation. Yeah, it was kind of like, like the celebrity uh, death match style. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. So that is that's Flack. Um. Yeah, that's it. I uh, did it. You feel good? Any other last questions before we wrap up? No, I'll just look at my spells, I guess, on my own. Yes, um, mm-hmm. that is going to be the last thing, uh, is spells. So you get to pick one, too. Yeah, you're going to pick exciting. a fourth level spell. You've got, you can prepare, you know, think about what spells you think will be fun mm-hmm. and, and go from there. Okay. And if you have any questions, you can ask me and stuff. But um, How do you feel? After this conversation, I feel good. I feel like I have a better idea. Damn it! What... I want you to feel great. Oh, well, <laughs> I still have a lot of writing to do. So okay, that's fair. Uh, we are going to record the next, the first session of season two next week. Nice. And then you guys will hear it a week after this comes out. The first part of it. Cool. Um, so there will be a new dinner and a new adventure next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media at dndndpod on Twitter and dndndpod on Instagram or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. Uh, and listen to Dead Meat on yeah, do that. YouTube or watch Dead Meat on YouTube. And listen to the podcast. Listen Dead to the Meat podcast, Pod. Dead Meat Pod, which is great. It's very good. And um, yeah, I mean, that's all you, that's what you plug, right? Anything else? Oh, you've got that other show. Oh, yeah. I have a show on Crypt TV on the YouTube channel, Crypt TV, where I interview people. I interviewed Eli Roth, and Tony Todd's episode is coming out, and I'm filming more later this month. So, Very yeah. exciting. Check it's that fun. out. There's animated me running around. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> the animation bits are really fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Uh, so thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week with the season two premiere. Ooh. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Do what's fun.